This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. You know what's so fun about this podcast? Drinking? Well, that. <laughs> I don't usually drink in my normal podcast, but during Act Casual, like I was... Put up a, I put up an Insta story about this topic. I thought about it all day and I'm just like excited to talk about it. It's like when you get together with your girlfriends and you're just having like girl talk. Right. But it's gay talk sometimes. <laughs> it's both. It's both. Especially today. <laughs> well, I mean, it makes it so much more fun that like people are actually interacting with it too. I know. I do like that as well. I think it's um one of those things too. It's like I wouldn't necessarily say some of this stuff to some of my friends. And so then they listen and they're like, oh, I'm learning so so much about you like your mom <laughs> oh i hope my mom is not listening i've still tried to ban her from Matt casual <laughs> except today i posted an insta story and we'll get into the topic in just a second and it was about if you dabble and hook up with a person of the same sex does it make you gay and my mom wrote me back and goes oh are you um dabbling <laughs> i was like awkward you're like new phone who does yeah <laughs> Mom, is that you? Mom? <laughs> Definitely not a topic I want to talk about. Do you have any advice you, you can with, give mom. me on dabbling, Mom? Oh, gross. Nor is that a topic I want to think about. I mean, I'm, I'd never even thought about it, but like, how Maybe crazy would it be dabble. if your mom was like, hello, I want to talk about dabbling. She's like, let me <laughs> tell you about some, some dabble. <laughs> I got a dabble for you. <laughs> um, so I did put that Insta story up today, and you guys, I actually was a little surprised. Chip, what do you think the percentage was? Oh, I put it was a, a poll survey? up. I'm poll. sorry. Yes, I didn't explain um, that. I put a poll up, and one was yes, and I'm one was gonna no. I'm going to say 70% yes. 70% yes, it makes you gay? Yeah. I, really? I feel like a lot of people, well, I mean, I guess I have to think you about who's following you. must think I have some conservative you. followers. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, I think in the general populace, it would be 70. edge yeah. you're talking about here. Yeah, maybe it's 30 <laughs> 70 for you. You yes. answered for the velvet, not the edge. You're right. Um, so you think 30% said yes, and that would make 70% no. <laughs> really bad at math right now. <laughs> um, wow, you are astonishingly close. You must have seen my computer. No, I didn't. 28% said yes, 72% said no. Wow. What do you think? I know. I don't think it does. I mean, look, I think that sexuality is a spectrum. You yeah. Know, there's 
all different sorts of colors on the rainbow when it comes to sexuality. And I do think that there are people that like live in this like really middle space that they're just sexual. Like there's, Mm -hmm. there's no definition. They just like touch and people and personalities and sex. Yeah. And sex. And they're not going to be defined by it. They just really like it. Well, we've actually talked about people that are like, no fucking way. I have zero interest in it. Right. Which would be very hardcore heterosexual or very Which hardcore homosexual even. Live, but yeah. Like, but you think there's a lot of in between. That is for you. Right. Right. Reserve your judgment for yourself. Right. You know, so I don't, but I don't think that dabbling, I think that in fact, sometimes I think it takes doing that along your journey Mm. to figure out what it is that you actually like. Yeah, I actually read a lot of articles and got some messages from you guys um, about the younger generations. And that is a very common thing, especially amongst like the high school age. Now they're, they're very open as they're like trying all the things and almost like trying to outdo each other with, Oh, well I did this with this person and that with that person and like trying to discover where they lie on the spectrum. Well, you know, I think just like even the whole like, discussion around gender now like obviously a lot of walls are being broken down about it and it's a construct it's a social construct where we've decided that you're either male or female and we're quickly learning now that that's That's not not necessarily the case right right so i think in the same way that we wanted to put people in boxes of like you're either straight you're gay or if you like both you're bisexual and the the spectrum is so much bigger than that that now that there aren't these boxes that we fit in, we're like, wait a minute. So where mm-hmm. do I fit? And it's a lot more socially acceptable to be like, well, I'm going to try salt and pepper. You right. know, like, I think that's right. I, I have this like weird thing that I'm going to admit about myself when I was younger, like thinking about um, this topic. And I feel bad about this, but this is genuinely just how I used to think. And I think a lot of people still think this way, but like, if a girl does it, it's one thing, right? Like it's you know, like, oh, everyone has a college story, right? Like I'm doing like quotes marks like, oh, well, you know, back in college. Um, but if a guy does it, like I actually used to be like, there's no, I didn't think bisexual was a thing. I was just like, no, you're like gay then. Right, right. Like especially with a guy because you always just, or a lot of people I think associate if a guy does that with, being a homosexual and like why why can a girl do it and not a guy well i also think too further to that is when it's a certain guy like you take someone like a harry styles or a jared Mm -hmm. leto or these like guys that like sort of define what beautiful men are if you heard that harry styles had had sex with some men like I think Harry Styles has orgasm orgasms every night. Totally. <laughs> like, like, orgasms. <laughs> yeah, but like no one would think twice. It's not going to make girls like him any less. It's not going to make guys like him any less. Like, He's also British. For some reason, that, I feel like they can get does, away with so much more. Help. That does help. But I do think it's funny. Like I, it, that stigma definitely did used to stick, I think, more with men. But I also think, too, back to the social construct thing, is that lesbianism was always sort of like deified and like, if there were like, it was like a fantasy thing that yeah. like was, well, still mi- I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it's, but I feel like now that porn and things are so much more readily available. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's nothing shocking about lesbian porn at this point, you know, it's, mm-hmm. there's nothing to like really like lift it up because there's all kinds of porn that's, you know, at your fingertips at this point. Right. Whereas I just... before I think it was, um, it was glorified as really 
and it was put on a pedestal. Right. It's just so strange. Maybe it has something to do with like, as women, we want a very like masculine, you know, like that's like very sexy, like this like farm guy with muscles and you just like those kind of guys you associate with like bailing hay, not like sucking dick. And so like if, if they were, I would be shook. And I think that it would be like, wait, what? That's not. But back in the Roman times, it was like, that's back in the Roman times. <laughs> what are we referencing I mean, here? No, it's like Caesar? it was like yeah. Back in those days, it was like if you were the king, you were you had dudes that you were fucking. Yeah, it was you maybe know? a it was little a more. Power, open. It was a power thing. So it's like you know, then you're you're getting into different layers of it. It's like yeah. if you're the dude who's sucking the dick, or you're getting your dick sucked. By Wasn't a that dude, like a bottom and a top? Well, yeah, but like that's more about penetration. But okay, well. Um, but what makes you more gay? Having your dick sucked by a guy or sucking a guy's dick? You know, like. That's is, a great question. You know? This is this message comes from Gabby. She says, okay, I know this is messed up, but I feel like it's, if it's a woman experimenting, no. But if it's a man, I think they're gay. I don't think I could ever date a guy who has had sexual experiences with another guy. Yet I fantasize about hooking up with women, though I never have. I also watch girl-on-girl porn, which I actually think is really common for women because dicks are so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself, the or- <laughs> Gabby. <laughs> I hear you, Gabby. <laughs> and the orgasm isn't relatable, usually in a girl-and-guy porn this is quite vulnerable and scary i'm just typing out and sending by the way i'm straight and i'm in a relationship with a man she covered two topics i actually want to talk about but it is it's like such a stigma around the guy thing and i don't really have the answer for what i actually tried to google this and and ask the question why is this the way that it is and there's no articles about it either the only thing i can come up with is the masculine thing where we just associate well if you're hooking up with another dude then like because you know like a masculine guy too they're not like real touchy-feely with their guys like girls are so huggy and lovey and just like we're just more affectionate in general so i think it's not as big of a stretch yeah whereas like a dude's dude is like bro get the fuck away from me you know yeah, but have you seen brokeback mountain like i think that there's like there are like it can be i mean brokeback mountain's probably not the best but th- those weren't like effeminate guys you know yeah. Um, I think that like the idea of someone being emasculated by having sex with a man, a man being emasculated by having sex with a man is, well, I some... think we have this like sort of idea of what gay men look like in society. For sure. But there's, they come in all shapes and sizes. Like effeminate. And, yeah. And I think like, that that's is the stereotype. True. And I think that probably is a result of the times that we grew up in. Like, you didn't see masculine gay men on TV. It was always right. like the gay assistant. Like, right. whoa. Right, right, right. Um, so I think t- the reason why it's probably different with kids today is because in the media, like, gay's been so normalized that, oh, yeah. you know, we're seeing gay people that look like everybody. Yeah. Um, this is another message came from a friend of mine. Actually, she said her husband said the same thing we do. He said he just feels like, Girls are already touchy-feely, and so it doesn't mean anything, but if a guy allows another guy to touch his dick, then he's gay. I guess he feels like girls could swing both ways, but he feels if a guy is really into being with a guy, then he's truly gay. I will say a lot of my guy gay friends never were with women, or if they did not, or if they were, they did not enjoy that experience. You have said something different, though. We talked about that on this podcast. Yeah. That before you like fully came out, you were with women. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had sex with three women. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. I mean, I think it was, um, 
circumstantially, yes. Like in the moment, I was enjoying what was happening, but I also, there was like conflict in my brain. Why? Because in those moments, I was like affirming that the attraction wasn't really there. So oh. it's one thing when you're like. Like your body felt good. Right. But you didn't feel attracted. Right. It didn't. I didn't feel right in that moment. Interesting. So, okay. And then you're, it fucks with your head. You're like, right. oh my God, they're going to know I'm not into it. And then you can yeah. lose your erection. And it's all of those things. But right. There were certainly times when I was with girls that like. I mean, especially the when I the night I lost my virginity it was like. I couldn't believe it was finally happening. You right. Know? It's like, but that was probably the first moment that I was like, ooh, all of Something's those feelings right. that I've been thinking might be going on are actually going on. That's Fuck. interesting. Fuck. Yeah. Because I was, I mean, I thought, I mean, I was in love with my high school girlfriend. And even when the, when we broke up, it was, she cheated on me. Mm-hmm. And I was like devastated. Mm-hmm. But I, I also knew at that point that I was gay. So it's like, I don't know. Like love, love and sex are two very different. I things. think so too. But uh, you know, I I do think it is possible to um, enjoy it, even though if it's not your thing. That said, I back to the whole spectrum argument. Like I think there are people that are a little more in the middle. Mm-hmm. That a hole's a hole. You know, like it's that about curious, just human connection. Yeah, just human connection. And there there is an actual spectrum that's being made now and I think this goes back to the younger generations being more into that. Um but yeah, like it's so interesting to me because like I said, like every girl is like, "Oh, I tried that in college." You know what I mean? Like I feel like mm-hmm. we all have these stories and um Oh, we do. Oh. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Friends. Okay, look, I'll fuck. Oh, fine, fine. I really hey hope mom, my mom doesn't. Go <laughs> use the bathroom right now or something. No, but like, I think it was, okay, for me, you know, my experience with this was like when I was younger. Why do I do that? Why am I here? What is my life? <laughs> How did you do this to me? Um, When I was younger in my 20s, like, you know, you go through your party phases. Right. And so I read a lot of articles about that too. But like, it was like drinking and drugs and. And that's probably way too much information for all you people. But like I, when I was like really fucked up when I was younger, it felt more dangerous to me to like make out with a guy than a girl. So somehow in my head, I would like justify that as like, well, I'm not going to get raped. You know what I mean? Like it just felt like, oh, ha ha ha, we're going to make out. Like, I don't know. And I was just not really that present anyways. You're just like having fun, kissing girls. (laughs) But you're also like, I mean, I think the thing about drugs too is, is like they actually can kind of free you of the cages that we put ourselves in. That's very true too, yeah. So it's like the self-judgment and all of those things that come along with like normal life. Yeah. Sort of go out the window when you're fucked up. That's true. Um, I found this article on abcnews.com and it's, they talk about, um, they, there's a term for that. It's called flexisexual. And uh, like, it's, it's, yeah, it's so common with girls. Like, I mean, you mentioned Katy Perry has a whole song about like kissing a girl and liking it. No one has ever questioned Katy Perry's sexuality though. Isn't that weird? Um, but uh, this, they say in this article, it's not really experimenting, but maybe trying to get some attention, which I think is true too. Like with younger girls, especially now with porn and stuff, it's like, 
it's all like objectifying ourselves, which is that makes me sort of sick in my stomach to think about. But, but that's like, also Instagram. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it's like it's like objectification so that to like make guys interested. Right. So like if you're doing it for that reason, that's kind of just like, come on now. Like just Just go after yeah. the guy. There you go. Um but then this says it says flexisexual is also known as heteroflexible. Uh, women say it has more to do with their view of the world than the practice in the bedroom. When I was younger, girls bounced around in high school about sexuality. I think the older we got, get the more comfortable we are with it being based more on their individual than either or as far as sexuality is concerned. Like labels just matter less. You know, there's been a lot of actresses. They mentioned like Lindsay Lohan, Angelina Jolie, Drew Barrymore. They've all dated women. Yeah. I, for me though, like I've never, I've said, I wish that I was interested in dating women. Like I have no interest in it. And I wish that I did. Cause like, I think dudes are such douchebags sometimes right. that it would be, seems so much easier to me to date a woman. Cause I have amazing friends who I'm just like, you guys are amazing right. rule. Like I wish I could date you. It would solve all my problems. Right. <laughs> um, but I think there's a difference. Absolutely. I mean, look, I, I feel the same way about the reverse. Like I'm most of my closest friend circle is women. Like, yeah. God, how easy would that, I would, I could have the most amazing life in the world. Why um, are we the way but we it are? Is, <laughs> but I do, I just think it's like, you know, I hate to like keep hammering the spectrum thing, but it's like, I kind of just know what I like and, yeah. and it took discovery to get there and, and self-acceptance and those sorts of things. But I think that like there are people that live in this like amazing gray area that we should all be embracing. Yeah. Because the moment that we do embrace it, it removes judgment from society. You know, it's like why why should m your journey matter to me or matter to anyone else as long as it's not harming anybody? I mean, I think that's very true. I also think it's just I think that what you keep talking about with the spectrum is that everyone is kind of maybe this is a porn thing or whatever like maybe we're just more open to it doesn't have to be so black and white right and so like our bodies are naturally turned on by certain things and it doesn't necessarily even have to do with the gender of a person like the last message she mentioned porn and I actually got a couple messages about that and I have some thoughts on that um I wanted to pull up this this is from Shannon she says I've been married for 10 years I love my husband so what I'm gonna say is going to sound weird when my husband is gone for periods of time for work I need to take care of business on my own I prefer to watch lesbian porn now I don't think this makes me gay but there's something about watching it that makes me excited and it gets me off I've never been with a female but the thrill of watching girl on girl occasionally is exciting hmm. i wonder if that is part of the thrill is like that it's taboo because that can I be think. really taboo can be really sexy yeah um but i also like that's true i think that's true i i you know if my experience with heterosexual porn like it always just seems so scripted and staged and fake and there's no emotion in it. Right. Well, I was going to say that exact thing. Like, not I mean, that gay porn isn't the same way. Cause it staged porn just feels fake. To yeah. Me. Well, this is another message. She wanted to remain anonymous. Uh, no, <laughs> That's like a new sexual life. <laughs> That's the new fluid. That's term. like when you don't even tell yourself <laughs> that you're only with yourself. <laughs> you're not, you're anonymous to yourself. Anonymous. <laughs> Your sexuality is, 
sexuality is anonymous. Um, okay. Hey Kelly. So I have never heard of a sexuality spectrum and now I'm researching because I find this really interesting. I'm married to my husband for seven years. When I masturbate or watch porn, I watch only lesbians. I find a woman, I find the women so sexy and it just turns me on, but I need dick. Does this make sense? I've never actually hooked up with a woman. I'm just so turned on. If you share this, Oh, please cover my photo. Keep me anonymous. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm anonymous. Anonymous. Um, that's our new t-shirt. That's interesting. Anonymous. <laughs> yeah, but I so I had some thoughts on this because you kind of touched on this, and it's like the way that I view porn a lot of times, and this is why I've had such a hard time with it for so many years, is like there's a dude, and he's like, uh, like I'm gonna come in and I'm just gonna come all over your face or something, and the girls like you're watching them, and they're so like doing everything for the dude like right and it's so frustrating it's self-satisfying well for, for it's so frustrating for a woman because like i feel like guys are watching this and they're not learning how to have sex by watching this they're learning how to like for Fuck them something. to get off yeah right but like to go to pound town as one of our friends would say or just like bump 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 like sorry dude that's not gonna do it for me and like that is frustrating from a woman's standpoint. So I feel like a lot of times when you have two girls in the situation, whether it's like a threesome or a lesbian thing, there's a lot more like sensuality. There's a lot more touching. There's a lot more, just a lot more of all of that. Right. right. And it seems more real. And I think for a girl, you can put yourself in that position and go, that would feel good. Right. Like, I don't think you're necessarily like, Oh, I want to fuck a girl, but you're like, that would feel good to me. Right. So that's what turns you on. If you know anything about me, you know, I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code Velvet's Edge at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Have you ever watched male gay porn? I have seen male gay porn, yeah. I'm, I'm just curious, like, I'm going to give you a little homework. Oh, great. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Or, I mean, maybe I'll give the listeners, like, Shannon, yeah. Shannon, like, do the homework. Like, see if that, if two men having sex, like, sort of arouse you in the same way. Because I well, wonder if that is... Well, I think the taboo is, thing of that could. Because right. I think you, like, at first might be like, oh, it's not supposed to be that way, is, like, what an old mentality might right. say. Um, but then you might be like, oh, I've never seen this before. And you're curious, right? which as human beings just turns us on. Right. Don't you think? Totally. And I, I also think too, that like exploring that curiosity, not saying like you have to actually do it, mm-hmm. but watching it and like under trying to understand it a little bit. Yeah. More, actually might break down some walls because totally. I do think, you know, fear plays a, a really big part into like how we define ourselves and how we judge people. It's just a fear thing because you don't know. And it, and it is taboo. It's a scary right. thing. And the world was so black and white for so long 100%, that it's yeah. like, you feel like if you think anything different, Oh, what's wrong it with was me? Vilified, yeah. Yeah. But I do think that's a good point that you make about like, if you see something, then go like, ask yourself, okay, well, what is it? Like if Shannon is married and knows she's like, I've never been attracted to a woman or like thought I want to be in a relationship with a woman. Like she said, I need dick. And that's how I feel. Like I like, I'm frustrated by it sometimes, <laughs> but I'm like, God damn it. I like men. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I could easily get turned on by two women because of how they touch each other. And so that makes it more interesting versus like watching something, especially when like to me so many times in porn, if we're just being really going to keep on this porn cycle here, it's so fucking fake. It's right. like the girl, you know, is not actually getting off. Like no. it's so that to me is where you can't connect to it. Right. Well, so what you're saying is when it comes to sex, whether you're watching it or engaging in it, yeah, is that it really is about the mental. Co- it's, probably more about the mental connection that you're feeling with somebody, the emotional connection. Or like the sensual than connection. Than just the actual like act mm-hmm. of having sex. I think so, right? And I think that you, like when you're watching that, you're able, you're connecting with that emotionally in a way that is arousing because you're like, yes. that's what I want, you know? Right. In the same way that like when you're a teenager and you haven't had sex yet, but you've started masturbating, like those are those emotions. You're like, right. oh my God. I'm connecting with that, even though you don't know what all this shit is that you're doing. Right. You know, you've never had sex, but you're getting off. Right. So, so it's an basically thing. what we're saying to these two women, because like the women who wrote, I was actually three women who wrote to me about the porn. They were all like, Ugh, this is probably weird. But it actually just I was like, I don't think that's weird at all. Like it made so much sense to me immediately why women would feel that way. Right. The weird thing is it felt weird to them to admit it because That's they probably had So yeah. I'm proud of Shannon and Gabby. For admitting it. For admitting it, yeah. It's right. How freeing is that? 
Um, I was reading an article on psychology.com and it was talking about just like the different reasons why people would be on a sexuality scale. Um, and it was actually a poll they had done with college students. So they were like, they admitted, they were like, this might not be realistic for just our entire culture because like college students are typically way more experimental. There's probably a lot more alcohol involved and all those things. Um, so they had a lot of those things. It was like, you know, I was drunk and I hated it or I was drunk and I would do it again. I did it because I wanted a guy to know, you know, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and then what made me sad was there was a couple categories and it was like, I was drunk. I would never do it again because I'm religious and it's not who I can be. Ugh. And that made me so sad. Yeah, that sucks because it's there's an outside force at play right there. You know, it's you can be who you are. Yeah. <laughs> and it's sad to see someone like anyone think that they can't be who they are. Well, I've always thought what a big debate that would be if you were super religious and had, you know, these feelings inside and you were like identifying as a gay man or a fluid person. Like there are plenty of really religious people who are openly gay, right. you know, like look totally. at Pete Buttigieg. Like that's true. I mean, the thing is they don't have to be mutually exclusive. It's just we, a society but that's tells a new us thing that we're society having society tells yeah. us that they have to be. Um, there are plenty of churches. Yeah that openly welcome gay people. Right. So I, th I think, look, when it comes down to family, that's a different story because... Right, if you came from a super to, conservative family. Right, sometimes people have to choose between family and being themselves. And I don't know, for me personally, it's like, I can't speak for everyone's experience, but God, I, would, I can't imagine going to my grave trying to make somebody else happy. <laughs> well, what's even more sad a lot of times to me is you hear about you know, relationships. I mean, I've heard this a lot actually where people get married because they feel like they should. And in reality they're like, but I'm a gay man or I right. want to be with a woman, not right. a man. And whatever it is that you feel like you need to do to normalize yourself instead of being able to live in your truth. And right. I just thought that was really interesting. That makes me really grateful that the scale is like a lot more fluid now. Like, I just think that that's actually kind of a beautiful thing that we're stopping judging ourselves. I think that goes for sex as a whole. Do you feel that? Like, yeah. um, I know I grew up in a very, like you don't have sex before you're married and all of that stuff. And it's taken me a long time to accept what like my sexuality is. And I think it's still like a journey, but the more you can be open to not shaming yourself. Yeah. You know, like it's just I a feel, very human funny. experience, I feel like particularly with our friend group too. Like mm -hmm. the conversation of our own sexuality has become a little more common. Like, we're, ta we're talking about it a little bit more freely amongst just our friends. Yeah. Which is really liberating, too. That's true, like, actually. I, I forget. I said something to a friend the other day, and they were like, why have you never told me that? And I was like, I what don't know. What did you say? Now I'm curious. God, I can't remember what it was. <laughs> but it, like, it was definitely something that was like about sex or feelings, something in the like the realm of sexuality. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Like I didn't, never thought to share that. And they're like, why wouldn't you tell your friends that? Uh -huh. And I think it's because we've gotten to a point in our friendships where like we're openly talking about these things. Yeah, I don't give and a shit me, what y'all think about me. Right, totally. Um, but I also like if I were experiencing something like my friends are the ones that I would go to now. So I think that before there was a lot, I carried a lot more shame. And I don't mm -hmm. know if that's because 
that's changed because of the times or because I've gotten older and I could give two shits what people think. Well, I will say this. I mean, I think this is part of why I enjoy this doing this podcast because I do think there's a lot of like with sex, you feel like, is this okay to say? Or like, it's, it's so, so private, you know? And like, I think it should remain that way to a certain degree in a relationship. Like you shouldn't be like, Oh my God, listen to last night. He right. loved, you know, like every fucking detail of your, you know, significant other for a long period of time. Um, now if you're a one night stand, that's a whole different story, right. yeah. <laughs> but like, I do think there's some stuff that's like off the table, but I think like the normalizing of the sex conversation is kind of refreshing to me because none of us really know, like you're all kind of going from your own experience and you're like, is this normal or is this normal? And we all have our own like trauma around stuff or relationship experience. And it's like what we're supposed to go figure out what we're supposed to do in a relationship from porn. Like, or I mean, just, and I mean, beyond sex, like just fucking life is hard. There's no one way to walk down the street. Like my, my favorite person to listen to, my favorite podcast is Dak Shepard's Armchair Expert. Excuse me. Um, I mean, wait. aside from At Casual <laughs> and Velvet's Edge. maybe the biggest but shots what, fired But what ever. I love about him is just, it is just, he bears it all. Yeah. Like, he talks about his his journey to sobriety, like all the fucked up shit he's done in his life, all the yeah. drugs, like all yeah. the trouble he's gotten. He talks about his his marriage very openly and um, he show, he's perfectly willing to not be a perfect human. Which is which is so, so refreshing. refreshing. Yeah, and, I actually um, love that as well. So I think, like you know, obviously he's he's interviewing celebrities, so it's not he's not talking about sex like we are. Yeah, but um, yeah, I just I find inspiration in it because I'm like, why not just say what's on your mind? As long as you're not like running around insulting people, like. I'm talking about like being honest about yourself. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I think it's really important. And that's something that like this podcast is doing for me. Like I'm saying things on this that I've probably never said before. And I'm kind of like, so what? You're kind of like, act Nobody's, casual. I'm not making anybody listen to this. Right. You know, it's like people are listening by choice. Right. So I, you know, I appreciate anyone who does. I hope that they come back. But to me, it's a lot more interesting if you and I are sitting here being honest with each other and exploring new topics like this. Amen. What would you say to the person who's sitting there like, oh my God, these people, like Kelly kissed a girl, what? I would say like, stop judging people. You know, it's like, it doesn't, you kissing a girl doesn't have anything to do with anybody but you and that girl. True. So that doesn't mean that like, we're recommending running out and kissing a girl if you're I mean, but or if you're we might interested be. in it, then fucking do <laughs> right. it. Like just, what I would say is live, just live, live a little just live. And everybody's journey is going to be a little bit different. Yeah, and I do. I believe that there are like men out there that would like literally not touch a dick with my dick. You know, like right. it's they, they they have zero interest in it. And I don't think it makes them like hate gay people. They just know that that's not what they are. Right. Um, And I think that there are there are men out there that will like, don't even want to see a picture of a vagina. Very you know? true. So <laughs> it just kind of is what it is. Where do you fit in that scale? <laughs> I mean, I'll look at a picture of it. <laughs> I feel like what your response would be like, uh, it's just like how you were just like, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, but yeah. the, it, that makes total sense to me. Cause that's kind of how I feel about a girl. I'm like, sure. Like it would feel good, but like, at the end of the day, unfortunately for me, <laughs> I just need some dick. Right, totally. And look, I think that like, 
I mean, we've talked about like the foreplay being like, that's the totally. Meat. I could make out with a girl. I don't know that I would want to have sex yeah. at this point, but yeah. I mean, that's the sensuality and like the fun of things. Like I could do that, but I don't know that I'm interested in like having sex with women ever again. Oh, well, okay. Well, with that said, I would love to hear, like, I, I know that you posted today, so yeah. it gave a small window for response, but I'm still I would, getting responses. That I hate, like, I'm like, Oh, we're going to, I miss really so wish that there were some from dudes. Like, Dudes, you know what's so interesting? Like, we actually, I'm really excited about this. Um, I interviewed this guy, John Roa, last week, and he was like, I want to do the At Casual podcast. And so I'm reading his book right now because apparently he had some whatever, he's had some cocaine lesbian type days. <laughs> and so he's going to come on At Casual in a couple weeks, and we're just going to talk all things like crazy sex stories and just how you get your life back together and all that stuff. And um, he's the first guy who's been willing to be open. Like, men are so much slower to open up about this shit right we have had some cool responses from men some there have been some from that's gay true men, you're, but right, like, you're right you're right we've we've and had a some, couple married men yeah. which would, gives me so much insight know, like, i love it too if you're a guy listening seriously slide into my dms with your questions with your stories um or email us at at casual at velvetsedge.com because i do well also i have a heavy you know, like following of women. So right. I think that's probably another part of the thing, but I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm curious if there's any guys out there listening that like have dabbled, but identify as straight. Like they're married, happy, whatever dating. Well, women. I will say this. I dated a guy. Um, this was also back in my twenties and he was a lot older than me. And he said it was a drug thing for him too, but he, was on drugs or something and the guy that he was with was like in love with him but it was like one of his gay best friends and they made out one night right. and I remember it was so weird in me though because I had done the same thing but I remember being like wait what like yeah it confused me and he was you know he's a musician so he was very like uh just like creative type right. like it wasn't like he was some like athlete farm man you know like the masculine thing i was talking about earlier not that you can't be right but like i love a gay farmer god i, I mean so god hot. a gay farmer does sound hot yeah um no but i think it was just like i kind of went in my head and i was like well you know these creative types yeah <laughs> but he's now he's been with his person his wife i think for years and it, like i never thought he was gay with me Right. So I don't know, but I don't know why it would be acceptable in my head for me to do and not him to do. Yeah. I think, I think that's societal stuff that was like, you didn't realize you'd bought into it because you'd never no, had, so you, you hadn't been forced to think about it until right. you were like, wait, you made out with a guy. Yeah. Like, I haven't had to think about this, right. but society had been telling you that any guy that kisses a guy or makes out with a dude totally. in any sort of way is gay. Maybe he just, maybe he free. needed to like be certain I haven't watched it yet, but my friends are obsessed with um, this new Netflix show called Love on the Spectrum. What is this? And it's about dating while being on the autism spectrum. Like oh, everyone on the show is, has some level of autism. Yeah. And I haven't watched it yet, but like I'm on a text thread with friends that are obsessed with it. Like they've, they finished it in two nights. And one, I guess one of the male characters was like, I thought I was gay. So I watched some gay porn, you know, like just because he... I'm assuming was trying to process the emotions and stuff that he was feeling. So he had to explore somehow. And I think sometimes you have to do that because you don't know what you want. Was he gay? I don't think so. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, he's dealing with things that like, you know, 
most of the population don't deal with. So I'll have to watch it though because it sounds amazing. Yeah. Love on the spectrum. Love on the spectrum. Okay. Well, that's or also dating on the spectrum. Dating like that. on, I mean, multiple spectrums. It sounds like yeah, this yeah. is the, maybe this is the new thing, the sexual spectrum. I think it is apparently according to articles about the younger generation. So yeah, and I, look, it's funny too, because I feel like even though that is a major step towards not putting people in boxes, we as humans still feel like we need to Listen identify to everything about it. Like, I shock myself. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, we can recognize that sexuality is a spectrum that goes from zero to a hundred, but we have to call one something to and the something. other side like, is why like, can't we just say I'm sexual? Like this is, mm-hmm. I do this and I do that. Like, why does it have to have a name? Also, my question is, cause like I would say all the time, like, I'm just like, I'm not attracted to women, but what if I ever saw a woman and I was like, I'm attracted to her. Does that make me gay? Or would that be like, do you know, like no, now it I'm makes like, that you're attracted to I, her. I wonder if it's like, we start talking in terms of gay, not gay and straight, but like, I'm attracted to this type and that type. Yeah, like it doesn't, why does it have to be a gender? Yeah. Like it's, well, I, I don't even know that it needs to be a type. I think it needs to be about the person. Like, well, that's what I'm have saying. Have you ever just been to a dinner where like your friend brings a friend and you leave and you're like, oh my God, like what was going on there? Like you just have I was chemistry. feeling that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it might not mean that you, you want to bang them. It means that you were just like really drawn to them. Right. So I, I think it's, well, you know, again, we've as historically wanted to put everything in a box. And I don't think, I think we're so much more complicated than that. So I love to see that these barriers are being broken down, but I find it's so interesting that in the breakdown, we're still putting up smaller barriers. I know we're like trying to put more barriers. Right. Up. I often do say, I think I've said it multiple times on this podcast. I wish I was a lesbian because I get so mad at men. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I feel like the grass is always greener it just in life. Be. I'm sure I would end up in relationships with women who were exactly like the guys I date. And I bump up against myself in the exact same way. But in my head, when I sit with my girlfriends who are so fucking amazing, I'm like, God, why can't I date you? You would be the best partner. The best part is, is you do get to date them. You just don't have to fuck them. I mean, that's true, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think the second sex gets involved is when it gets complicated. It gets complicated so I'm anyway. never going to have sex totally. with any of them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. No matter how fluid on this spectrum. <laughs> no matter I get. how much cocaine. <laughs> no matter up. how much blow anyone gives me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> guys, I don't do drugs anymore. Okay. That was a, yeah. That was and a, we don't condone it. Either. No, I actually do don't. You. I like, I went through a really dark phase in my life. So you do. Um, you. I'll tell, write a book about that one day or something, but Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> like I was saying, like I was saying, we, I think our point is, as it always is, is find what's right for you and figure that out without the judgment of others and live in that, live in that truth and stop judging yourself so much. Yeah. Do you think so? I think so. So if you dabble and hook up with a person of the same sex, does it make you gay? No, not at all. You're just on the spectrum. Unless you're gay. Unless and that's you're when you gay. discover that you, that those are your real feelings. All right, so you because get, there is always that first time. That's true. Well, you that you said your first time, you were like, yeah. "Yep, I am yeah. gay." Yep. Well, you guys continue to live your lives. We hope that we answered this question for you. Thank you for all the feedback. Keep it coming to actcasual at velvetsedge.com or you can slide into my DMs on at Velvet's Edge. Chip is at Chip Dorsch on Instagram. So follow us. And always remember to act casual. Fucking nailed it this week. Yes. Bye. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 
With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. 